Hey fellow bingers, this is Head Bingers in Charge. My name's Mackenzie. And I'm Courtney. Today, we're going to be finally diving in to Season 2 of Outer Banks. Finally is right. We're a little behind to this. Uh, Outer Banks, I think, came out in what, July? I believe so. Yeah, it was a summer watch. I watched it in the summer when it first came out. Court got the fresh eyes. She just watched it. I don't know how she waited so long. I sure did. I'm the reason we haven't talked about this in so long. I'm a little little behind. The Binger games had me really tied up, but uh, like we said, we're ready to talk about season two finally. Actually, a lot of twos relevant to this episode today, huh, Kens? Yes, this is our 22nd episode of the pod. It sure is. I don't know about you, Kens, but I'm feeling 22. Yeah, that's right. Taylor Swift popping off this week. She sure is, as she should. She Mm -hmm. broke uh, some records this week. Incredible um, album release. Good for her. Shout out. Yes. I'm not a self-proclaimed Swifty, but I've always been a fan of Taylor Swift. Absolutely. Me too. I would agree with that statement. I'm not gonna... I'm not, you know, like a die hard, but I've always liked her music and liked her. But I don't know, like, everything. I don't know, like, who each song is about and all that. Like, I don't know all the history. I mean, now I do because of TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, thank God for TikTok. But um, she hasn't put out a song I I haven't liked, so I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. But um, She's always got the bops. Absolutely. Absolutely. So two is a very relevant number today. So let's go ahead and dive right into season two of Outer Banks. If for some odd reason you haven't watched Outer Banks yet, I, f- I feel like we gave you plenty of time. But if you haven't, uh, you might want to wait to listen to this episode because Ken's it's time to hit that button. All right, Court, in, uh, in preparation of this, I went back to when we talked about season one of Outer Banks and I listened for any, you know, predictions or thoughts we had for season two. Wow, I love that. I don't have a, a good memory, so I don't even remember what I've said or what I thought. So I, I'd love to hear that. Let's start with that. Yeah, it wasn't like our Cruel Summer episode where we like said like, oh, these are our predictions. But we had little sprinklings of, oh, I hope this happens in season two or I think this will happen. Um, so I stated that Key and JJ are going to be endgame. I'm still feeling that. Still feeling it. You know, I think they gave us a little sprinkling at the end there. I agree with that. I feel like the last episode or two, there was a little bit of tension there that's definitely going to possibly be explored in season three. Mm-hmm. Now, to caveat that, Court, you said that you wanted Key and Sarah to be endgame. <laughs> I, I, still, I still want that. Somewhere <laughs> deep down in my heart, I want that. But you did say you do support, you know, John B. and Sarah, so... But that's, like, the backup. Yeah, that's the backup plan. That's the backup plan. If Sarah's not with John B., I want her with Key. Yeah. You did mention you thought there would be a character arc for Topper in Season 2. You thought he would. he's a good person deep down. Do you, do you feel that that happened? Yeah, I feel like it happened a little. Not as much as I was hoping, um, he was kind of, um, 
even more of a side character this season, I feel like. I feel like they kind of threw him in a little randomly, honestly. Like, you almost forgot about him, and then all of a sudden, he just pops in and saves Sarah's life. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, part of it makes sense. Like, him, I never doubted how much that he actually cared for Sarah. So, him being there and being supportive when, you know, um, Ward blew himself up was, you know, made sense. I just wish they had introduced his character back into the season a little bit sooner so it felt less random. Right. Yeah, I think um, we got a little taste of it season one when he helped John B. and Sarah out. Um, You know, he helped, he pretended he was John B. to let them get free. And then, like you said, he saved Sarah and he kind of stood up for John B. and JJ a little bit when, you know, the guys at the country club or whatever were talking about. John B. being the murderer. But it is, I still think it's motivated just because he wants to get Sarah back. It's not because he actually, I don't want to say that he's not a good person, but I don't think that's the main reason. Yeah, I could, I could understand that definitely. Especially after, you know, he did spend a little bit of time with Sarah and we really just got a look into how he actually thinks about the Pogues, you know? Like when he was saying, oh, the Pogues are always taking things that don't belong to them and all these general like blanket statements that really just like aren't true. Like they never work hard for anything and, you know, all this stuff. And you're like, wow, he will never like understand, you know? Right. So not the character arc I was hoping for. That's for sure. Still time, right? That's true. Very true. Um, I have to say, for this season, I think I got to give Best Acting Award to Drew Starkey, who plays Rafe. He plays like that twisted, unhinged like personality so well. Yeah, I would agree with that. He is a, a really great actor. Kind of like you're always on edge whenever he's on the screen. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you never know what he's thinking or doing. I don't think he knows what he's thinking. Exactly. You just never know what's going to happen. Any other predictions? That we had. That we had. Oh, that we had? No, not really. Okay. That was it? Yeah, it was kind of it. Those are general statements we made. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Well, let's talk about some of the big moments. Big events that happened. Obviously, first thing... Uh, John B. and Sarah arrive in the Bahamas, and they are going after the gold. Um, Sarah wants to lie low. John B. wants to get the gold back from Ward. They end up getting themselves kidnapped by Terrence because they have a bounty out for them. Yeah, then they made uh, they made the deal with Terrence to go steal the gold together. Yeah. Because that's worth way more than the bounty. Um, yeah, they didn't even almost make it off the boat because Terrence was going to turn him in. Yep. He sure was. Terrence is not a man to be trusted when money's involved, that's for sure. He burned them several times throughout this episode. Cleo, on the other hand, we love Cleo. I was going to say, got to talk about Cleo. Cleo's great addition to the show. I agree 100%. I love her. And she, I think, perfectly embodies, like, you know, the Pogue's outlook on life. So 
-hmm. the fact that you know we see her again later on is just like it comes full circle and i love it um but anyway all while all this is going on out at the bahamas um fighting over the gold you've got jj and pope and key in the outer banks trying to work on clearing john b's name yeah how about they uh did some spying and followed some recon yeah followed ward and with the airpods technology these days right yeah that was pretty uh pretty smart i feel like sometimes you forget that this show is even like in this century because they, it's not like they use cell phones all the time or like gadgets all the time mm-hmm. it's more just like oh all of a sudden we have airpods or oh all of a sudden we you know we right. can track phones like sometimes i feel like this show was in the 90s i think it's also because you know they're supposed to be like in the poor part of town which i think it's funny that they have airpods you know true that's a good point that could have a lot to do with it, that the story focuses on the Pogues and not, like, the Kooks. Yeah. So, I just feel like none of them ever have a cell phone on them unless it's, like, convenient for the plot line, you know? Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. But, again, who wants to watch everybody on their phones all day? True. Um, true, true, true. But how about the, um, the like, storm sewer thing? Key had to go in there to get the gun. What a queen. That was scary. Yeah, and she almost died. Because Rafe is a psychopath. insane. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Every episode of this show has my heart racing. Like, always. Like, that's what I love about the show. It's so action-packed. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe a little over the top that, like, you know, all of these things would happen. But, like, it's a TV show, you know? You're kind of agreeing to, like, a little over the top when you watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. But I love it. I love the adrenaline rush, the excitement, the, oh, my God, are they going to make it out alive? Because, you know, Key's barely making it out of, you know, the storm drain. And then we have, you know, uh, Captain T and Cleo, John B and Sarah going on this huge, like, gold heist plan and... Rafe shoots Sarah by accident, but isn't really sorry about it. Yeah, that was that was bad. And then we go to that sketch doctor. Yeah. Thank God for John B. not giving up because she was almost gone. And if she would have died, I would have been really sad. I'm sure I was sad that she almost died. Yeah, me too. I was I was emotional. That's for sure. Especially like John B.'s reaction. That was uh, oof. That was hard to watch. But it makes me nervous every time one of them almost dies because I feel like we are due for one of the major players to die. Like, what kind of TV show, like, with this much suspense or adventure and and stuff like that, like, doesn't kill off a major character at some point, you know? Right. Which stressed me out multiple times. Every time someone almost died, I was like, oh man, this is it. They're going to kill this person off. Yeah, I think a a Pogue might die before the end of the show. Which is very sad. I don't want it to be any of them. I know. I wouldn't want to pick. Me neither. I feel like it would have to be... Sorry, this is like jumping into predictions for, for, you know, future seasons. But if this Key and JJ storyline, you know... Um, pans out, I think it might be JJ. 
Mm, really? Cause nothing, nothing's more heart-wrenching than like a love interest dying, you know? Yeah. Or maybe it's Pope and Keys, like, I always loved you. I don't know. <laughs> I think John B. and Sarah are safe, but. Well, let's wait. Let's wait. I have a, a couple theories maybe too, but we'll wait until the end for that. Yeah, sorry. I jumped ahead a little bit. Jumped ahead a little bit. That's um, right. Um, so we also had a new, completely new storyline come in with Carla Limbry and the whole searching for the cross of Santo Domingo found out that Pope's related to Denmark Tanny. Yeah, another treasure hunt for them. Seems like that's the common theme here, you know? These old ancient tales and them going after it. How about the um, this scene that always sticks out to me from this season is when they're, they get the car stuck in the swamp and then John B. gets attacked by the alligator. Yeah, I think you just jumped ahead like six episodes, but yeah, John B. getting attacked by an alligator. Well, it's on like the cross. We were talking about the cross. That's when they were looking for the cross. True, true. But um, yeah, very early on, it took them, it did take them a long time to connect all the dots. Um, You know, Pope had to go to his dad for information about this key. Yeah. And he found the key at his great grandmother's and... Went to see his great-grandmother, who was adorable, by the way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she kind of verified that he's related to Denmark Tanny. Um, I heard she, um, the actress, passed away in real life. Oh, that's so sad. I was kind of yes. thinking that when, when that scene happened, I was like, wow, that's a really old, like, actress. That is sad. Um, but, yeah, we, you know... Us as the audience find out that Denmark Tanny was a uh, freed slave who um, tried to buy the freedom of his wife and his daughters, but the Limbri ancestors um, refused, even though he was able to buy the freedom of several other slaves, um, and eventually like sent attack dogs after the wife and the baby. And um, his wife, Cecilia, ends up dying. And then he and then he tries to bury her remains. Um, and he was punished for it. He was hanged um, for trying to bury his wife. Um, so as a um, a heavy storyline for sure. Yeah, that's, that was all really depressing. We had to bring down the mood, Court. Yeah, sorry. I just, like, that whole scene when Limbry's explaining this to Pope, and it's not confirmed that he's related to Denmark Tanny yet, but, you know, we kind of, as the audience, feel like, oh, man, that's probably where this is kind of going. And knowing that, like, it was Limbry's ancestors that did this to pope's ancestors but i mean even if it wasn't pope's you know ancestors like the fact that her family's the one doing it and she's telling this awful story and pretty much just talking about how she wants the cross back like hello selfish much (laughs) and like just like very heavy and like that whole scene was kind of like uncomfortable almost you know yeah definitely um i think limbery was definitely an interesting ad I, she kind of just came out of nowhere. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she's searching for this cloth. Yeah. Or I don't know the actual name of it. Yeah, some kind of cloth that's supposed to heal the sick. So Right, and she's dying, so she wants the cloth. Makes sense. Um, she didn't find the cloth. Nope, she sure didn't. <laughs> the cloth was not in the cross anymore. Um, I kind of laughed when that happened. I was like, ah. <laughs> I know, me too. I was like, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> uh, well, Ren laughed too when we saw what that got him. Yeah, he got shot. Got him a couple bullets in the chest. And then Rafe took the truck and just left. I was like, oh my God. Yep. Um, Rafe's going to die from Limbry. I hope so. I'm like ready for Rafe to not be a problem anymore. But we know it's too soon for that. Um, yeah, he's one of the main antagonists. Yeah, but like you said, Limbry, kind of a random addition. But maybe that little scene that we saw at the end explains that a little bit more. Uh, let's talk about skipping ahead. Sorry, we were talking about Limbry, so <laughs> we can save it. We'll save it. Let's talk about them. Um, uh, How about Sarah getting drugged by the stepmom? Yeah. What about Rose? I'm like, I don't think Rose is a real villain. I just think she leans on Ward because Ward is, she sees him as like the only one that knows what to do and how to get out of this mess. Because again, she's also on the line here because she lied under oath. So I think that's the only reason Rose is so stressed. That and like the money thing. I don't think she wants to you know, get out of this family with zero dollars. Right. Um, But, you know, she does have an inkling that something's wrong with Rafe. So that, to me, means she's got a little bit of a good side to her. I think she's redeemable. I think she's redeemable as well. And we love Wheezy. Wheezy always coming through helping out. I want Wheezy to get out of that family. She needs to join the Pogues. Right, that's what I'm waiting for. I think... Maybe because she's still a little young, but... Honestly, I'm surprised Sarah left without her. Me, too. Um, I think she knew it was too risky. But, yeah, there's going to be a time, I think, when Wheezy becomes a bigger character. I hope so. I hope so, too. I absolutely hope so. But... um, Let's talk about the ship. Yeah, we can talk about the ship. We got... um, I feel like... That felt like a whole, ep- like a whole season just on the ship, and it was only like one or two episodes. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Um, I mean, a lot happened before the ship. We got John B in jail. John B almost stra- getting strangled to death, but then you know they finally came through with the evidence that got him released. Oh, I forgot about this. He almost got strangled to death. Yeah, it's he been sure so long did. since I watched it. I just remember like the main things, like. Yeah, he, you know, Ward paid off one of the cops, and I don't, yeah, the cops in that town, very shady, Um, and obviously, you know, Sheriff Peterkin getting murdered, being one of their own, I'm sure is clouding their judgment a lot, because they want whoever did it to suffer for it. Um, I was happy Shoop was secretly... You know, investigating Ward. I I was hoping he. I knew he would be the one. Yeah, I was. I was, I was rooting for him. I was glad for that too, because that really, you know, even even though he didn't really seem to believe it, 
that little feeling in his gut that told him, let me double check was mm-hmm. really what, you know, saved the Pogues in the end, you know? Yeah. Getting the fingerprints off the gun bullet casings and then, you know, the recording. He could have very easily tossed that aside and not cared if he was like a super dirty cop, you know? He's just a right. a vaguely dirty cop. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got John B. released. Um, Rafe gets arrested. Barry turns him in. What a king. I was not expecting that. But I was like, yes. Got him back, didn't he? He sure did. I was waiting for way. I was like, why is Barry letting Rafe, like, you know, boss him around? That doesn't sound like, sound like Barry's personality. Yeah country club (laughs) but anyway all of that happens like you said john b gets bit by a gator (laughs) wild he healed from it pretty quick too yeah he sure did you didn't see it the rest of that like season well well we'll jump into that later remind me about the gator thing later um but yeah rose gets a package a mysterious package this oh this is after ward blows himself up we're just jumping all over the place. <laughs> I know. Sorry, guys. This is like, we're all over the place here. But yeah, Ward blew himself up, con- uh, confessed to everything, which is what got Rafe out of prison or jail. I don't know. Whatever. Um, did you think he was dead? I really did. You know, I was. I watched that specific episode with Cameron. She just so happened to like be in the room while I was watching it. And she said something. She was like, he's probably not really dead. I was like, are you kidding me? They all just watched him blow up. Like, like they're all out there on boats. You think they're not going to, like, find the body first or some teeth or something before they just, like, pull away? I was like, of course he's dead. He's not still alive. <laughs> well, now I'm the idiot because he's still alive. I had a feeling he, like, might be. I, I didn't know how. I was like, why would he do that? He's like... I said, I don't know. I just didn't think he would kill himself. I feel like he's too much of a narcissist. Right. Yes, it like makes sense. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Like <laughs> when Rose got that package, I knew. I was like, that motherfucker. How did he do it? That whole thing was shady. I didn't catch on to that though. I was like, she's trying to leave with the money. <laughs> I thought she was taking the gold and running. Oh no. The way that she looked at the letter, like... Because my first thought when she was looking through the mail, I was like, oh, he probably like left her instructions for the gold. But the, I mean, the actress did a great job because I could tell by the look on her face, like, oh no, she got this letter and it's like, he's still alive letter, you know? Like a, I'm here, come meet me and let's do this thing. Wild. Yeah, I gotta say, she is, um, she's definitely all in on Ward. Definitely. Not sure why, but. Anyway, let's talk about the ship now. I know you're excited for that. I just wanted to hit a couple of those other key points that we missed. That's all right. We definitely did miss a lot. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, so they snuck in the container to get on the ship. Smart move, but kind of not smart. I doubt that there's actually like vents and stuff that you can get out of. They just had to do that for the show. Yeah, I don't know much about storage containers, but that seemed a little convenient. Oh, here's a vent. (laughs) I mean, you know, the Pogues, they need a break sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They really do. It seems like every time something good happens, they just, like, they get shit, you know? Like, when they said, like, we really need a win here, guys. Like, I mean, 
They find the gun. Shoop doesn't believe them. So it's like, oh, all that effort was worthless. They get the footage of Ward killing Gavin. They drop it in the the water. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, nothing can go right for these pogues. Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of like almost frustrating as the audience, like we're ready for them to get a win too, you know? They almost had the cross, they lost the cross. They almost had the gold, they lost the gold. It's like ridiculous. I know. It is like at some point they have to just get something. Right. That's the thing. They need a win soon, but I know it's, you know, if they get the gold or they get the cross, what else do they do with the show from there, you know? Right. And that's another thing. I understand dragging it out. A lot of people have been saying that, like, how many more treasure hunts can they go on? Right. You know? Like, how long is the show at? I don't see this as being, like, a long, long-term show. I would say maybe, like, four seasons. I was thinking four or five seasons max, for sure. Especially just because, you know, they're at that, you know, teenage age. But once they go off to, you know, college, if they do, or, you know, just hit, like the 20s it's just like it probably won't be the same you know right it's like that young teenage adventure and fun and i don't know the kind of adventure that like sometimes you wish you could have had as a teenager (laughs) i mean maybe not like almost dying that many times yeah i was like maybe not this intense but (laughs) but like going on a treasure hunt like that part of it sounds fun and exciting you know for sure um but i really think they could potentially um get out of like the cross thing because if they do get the cross back i really don't see them like selling it and making millions off of it and like living happily ever after like it seems like it means a lot more to pope than the money Mm -hmm. whereas if they were to get the gold like they wouldn't really be pogues anymore you know like they would be rich but maybe that's the next plot line you know like maybe one of them is you know, really turning into a kook and they try to hold each other accountable for it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they don't really keep the money. Maybe they just keep some of it and donate the rest. I don't know. It's a lot to donate. Mm-hmm. You're jumping ahead again. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So Sarah finds out her dad's alive. Wild. Wild. Mind-blowing for her. Cleo's on the, bo- on the ship. Wild. That was awesome. As soon as I heard her voice, I was like, Yes! I thought I literally as soon as I heard her voice I was like Cleo they had to they had to bring her back somehow this is a good way to bring her back too it made sense you know absolutely wasn't just like they threw her they threw her in the outer banks or something right um but I was happy that she helped them I liked that she was kicking Pope's butt that was funny and she was like I let you win I went easy on you (laughs) I went easy on you (laughs) um then we had a, a showdown with John B. and Ward. Finally. And John B. had the chance to take him out and didn't. Similar to his fa- how his father went out. Like an exact parallel. I was going to say a lot of parallels. I also, um, right before John B. came and Ward was choking out Sarah, it reminded me of when um, Rafe was drowning Sarah. Mm-hmm. Lots of parallels going on. Lots of choking. Yes. Not the good kind. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie. Sorry. Your mother listens to this show. No, she doesn't. <laughs> She's not a true supporter. 
Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, a lot of choking, not the <laughs> consensual kind. You can edit that out. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> um, but for some reason, John B decides he's a good person and doesn't kill him. Um, they barely escape off the ship. They don't get the cross. They don't get the gold. Um, and they end up on Pogue Island, Poglandia. As yeah, I claim thee, Poglandia. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, JJ almost died too. There, he did. That's scary. I was worried about him. I thought that would might be the moment that you know someone died. Yeah, the end of the season. That would have been brutal. And how about Rafe not shooting? Interesting. I wonder why. I guess maybe he thought. I don't know. I don't know what the thought process there. I think maybe his dad wouldn't have forgiven him if he shot Sarah again. Yeah. I, I like. It seems like he just wants to get approval from Ward. Oh, absolutely. We need. Maybe we should talk about that dynamic for a second there. Rafe is so desperate for his dad's approval, and his dad never gives it to him in the way that Rafe wants it. Mm-hmm. You know, like even when at the end there, when you know. Ward is half awake, obviously too weak to speak, but Rafe's like, I did it. I did everything. I got the gold. I got the cross. Like, I took care of everything. And Ward still just looks defeated. And he's like, Yeah, because he wants Sarah. Don't worry. We'll we'll get her back. And that's when Ward's like, yes, that's what I want, essentially. Like, that's got it. I mean, I'm not excusing Rafe's behavior, but, like, that's got to be tough you know that's like all he's wanted his whole life is his dad's approval and he's just like not getting it and he won't admit that Sarah's his favorite but we all know it well he did admit it once he did say it he won't say it to Rafe but Rafe knows it Mm -hmm. I think that's what's causing a lot of his um, mental health issues probably is that unresolved conflict right I need to talk to a therapist about this (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what's going on in Rafe's head. Yeah. um, I think everybody does, including Rafe. Yeah. But um, I like the, uh, you know, ending scene with them all on the beach, just kind of relaxing and, you know, they're defeated, but they're appreciating that they're all still together and taking some time to just be teenagers, you know? Yeah. And I got Cleo with them now. I wonder how old she is. Like, she doesn't look older than them, but I'm sure she is a little bit older than them. Yeah. I I hope, uh, hopefully we find out. Um, yeah, I'd like to know more of her background. Yeah, I'd love to learn more about her if they still haven't announced a renewal for season three. So that's kind of like keep keeping me on the edge of my seat also. Why haven't they yet? Very surprising. I mean, when, when uh, season one came out, they renewed it for season two, like, to like two days after they released it because it was so popular yeah and i feel like i feel like it still got the same amount of hype right i remember when season two was released i couldn't go like i had to avoid social media almost completely for like weeks after that Mm -hmm. because videos were popping up pictures were popping up tweets were popping up about outer banks and i was like i don't want to read anything that's going to spoil it you know right but yeah i'm very concerned that they haven't been renewed yet yeah very hopeful for a season three um and i know we're gonna talk about some 
potential season three theories, but is there anything else you wanted to touch season two before we, we jump into that? Um, I have one. It's like uh, another kind of like parallel I saw when I was actually looking through like some theories and stuff. Someone brought up a, a Outer Banks Riverdale parallel I thought was interesting. They kind of think of Sarah as Veronica, Ward as Hiram, and John B. as Archie. And I feel like very similar character traits for all three. Absolutely. It's a similar conflict, you know? Powerful dad. Mm-hmm. The hero complex in Archie and John B. Mm-hmm. And the daughter that, like, doesn't want the dad's lifestyle anymore goes mm-hmm. after the boy. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. interesting. Very interesting. You know, it's, it is, the whole show is, like, uh, a little similar on a very, like, surface level, you know? Like, bunch of teenagers solving mysteries, bunch of teenagers going on treasure hunts, you know? It's, like, slight differences. Right. But, um, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. I'm really excited. Anything else you want to you wanna discuss before we get into fan theories? No, I'm very excited for fan theories, but I got a little surprise for you here. We're going to take a a quick break in between segments here because we're going to do a really quick TV Rex with Courtney. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. You're stealing my segment? (laughs) A TV Rex with Ken's with Court? (laughs) Yeah, TV Rex with Ken's. Starring Courtney this this episode. All right, just a just a really quick one. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, we have in my household recently stumbled upon a new Amazon Prime show called Tampa Bay's, and it's Bay's spelled like B A E S. Tampa Bay's. Mm. Get it? Nice pun. Um, it's a reality show based in Tampa Bay. Oh, I never would have guessed. Yeah, and it follows um, a group of lesbians in like a very LGBTQ um, central area of Tampa Bay. Um, and it's basically kind of like the real housewives of New Jersey, but with like young adult lesbians. <laughs> So it's like there's lots and lots of drama. We actually came across it from a, like a, somebody posted a scene on like TikTok of like, you know, a bunch of girls yelling at each other and accusing someone of cheating on someone and like throwing a drink at someone. And we were like, ooh, this looks interesting. Let's watch it. And uh, we are big fans. So huh. I just wanted to put that out there to our listeners. Um, Amazon? Amazon Prime. Yep. Um, so if you're looking for a new reality show, it's a shorter one. I think there's only eight episodes out currently. Oh, okay. Um, so easy to catch up on. Um, it's fun. There's lots of gay people. It's great. We love it. Okay. Something different. Something different than, you know, all the heteronormity that you see on TV today. Thank you for that recommendation, Court. You're welcome. Go check it out if you got some time. This has been TV Rex with Ken starring Court. That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway, 
Back to Outer Banks. Let's jump into some fan theories. Yeah, I got some good ones for you, Court. I, you know, did a deep dive on the interweb and social media. I got TikTok and Twitter specifically. I had lots of theories, so I'm just going to start shooting them out at you. Let me know if you agree, disagree, interesting, whatever. A lot of them are based on, you know, like potential relationships in the future, but. Yeah, I did do a little bit of a dive myself, particularly because. Oh, no. Particularly because I was looking at, like, tweets about the show and people were tweeting things. Mm. Um, but I didn't dive too much into it, so I'm excited to see what you think or what you've heard. So All right. hit me. Well, I will start with one that you probably saw because everyone was talking about this. Uh, a lot of people seem to think that John B.'s bandana is the healing cloth that was supposed to be in the cross. Yeah, because that was his dad's bandana, right? his dad's bandana john b was wearing it when he fell off the tower in season one he was wearing it when he got bit by the gator mm-hmm. sarah was wearing it when she got shot mm-hmm. they think it's the healing cloth yeah i think um this was one of the ones i had seen somebody tweeted about it and i was like that's interesting. i figured it was a lot of people were talking about that yeah um i think somebody had said there was one like um one thing that happened that like would make that theory not true i don't remember what it was people were saying like they were holding it on peterkin when she was shot oh yes that's what it was yeah my thing is like why would an ancient cloth of healing be a bandana you know that you could buy at ac more <laughs> yeah I yeah i was that's picturing something that would look like the cross you know like like a church cloth <laughs> i don't yeah. know yeah yeah and it would probably look much older and worn down it is a good theory though yeah that's interesting like i don't know where people come up with some of this stuff like i never would have thought of that Mm -hmm. all right another um is that sarah will explore her sexuality and date cleo what (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute what (laughs) i knew you'd like that one i love that you know, I love anything gay, so I'm a big fan of that. Um, Cleo, interesting. That was like the plot twist for me. You know, I'm team uh, Sarah, Sarah and Key. They don't have a they don't have a couple name yet in my head. Yeah, C. Team Kiara. <laughs> team C. Kara. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Anyway, yeah, that would be interesting because we don't know anything about Cleo. On the contrary, we heard I uh, some people said Key and Cleo. So interesting. Well, we know that the actress that plays Key is bi in real life. Mm-hmm. So that could be fun. Yeah. Hmm. I'd love to see you know a little bit of gay thrown in there. That would make me very happy. I'm glad you like those. I did. Uh. Someone said that Rafe will kill Ward in season three because he does not get his approval. That's possible. And, you know, he kind of had... Rafe has even had, like, you know, that moment where he said, I don't, like, I don't think I'm okay, Dad. I don't think I'm okay. And he just told him to man up, which, gross. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's almost like, you know... 
Rafe has reached his breaking point. He tried to ask for help and didn't get it, so I really think that Rafe's going to spiral even more than he already kind of has. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. Some people believe that the ending scene was actually a flashback and John B's dad is not actually alive. I read that one too, which again, that would make a little more sense um, bringing in Limbry. But I mean, I think I, from the beginning, I, I obviously didn't mention it last time we talked on the pod, but there was a part of me that didn't think John B's dad was really dead. Yeah. You know, I mean, the fact that we had we didn't talk about it at all last season or most of the second season, I was kind of like, all right, maybe. I feel like we saw his bones, though, and the guy said he saw him dead or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we don't know. Maybe, like, maybe it was literally just random bones and John, Big John, like, left some of his clothes there to make it look like his because he was trying to lay low so that Ward didn't get him. He knew Ward was after him. That's true. So he, in a, in a way, probably faked his own death, too. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, who was it that said that? It was that guy from season one, right? Yeah, um, shoot, I forget his name. I forget his name, too, but that's okay. Maybe Big John, like told him like hey if i disappear i need an alibi tell them you saw my body when people fake their death it's usually pretty elaborate so yeah he could have promised them some of the gold if he found it all right you might have seen this one this one was a big one too apparently john b's grandfather or great-grandfather had the last name of limbry making john and carla somehow related Interesting. I did not see that one. Yeah, when um, John B. got um, his compass from his dad or whatever, in the in his dad's office, in the background, there was a picture um, of his great-grandfather or grandfather, and it said Captain Herman or, yeah, Herman Limbry on his jacket. Oh, shit. So some people were saying, oh, that's John B.'s mom. Or that's his, it's his aunt or somebody related to John B. Wow, yeah. Um, wow, and that would that would bring a good uh, a little a nice little bit of tension for season three when they find when the group finds out, you know, a little tension between him and Pope. Mm-hmm. You know, which you know, as much as I love the Pogues and their their dynamic, they do need that little bit of tension every once in a while to keep it exciting, keep it interesting, keep it realistic. You know? Right. Friends fight. It's fine. Um, wow. I like that theory. I think that one's definitely going to pan out. Mm-hmm. Apparently, all of the teen's parents were pogues together in the old days. They mentioned sort of, you know, Kiara's mom had mentioned JJ's dad, and he also mentioned her, whatever. Um, a lot of people want to know how that previous generation was all connected um, they want to see maybe a flashback episode in season three that shows their parents as kids. It reminded me of like Riverdale when they did that. Yeah, actually, I was going to say, what if they had like almost a whole flashback season? That could be a way to kind of extend the show another season if they really wanted to. Yeah. And then just have like kind of like what Riverdale did, have the kid actors play the parents as kids mm-hmm. to keep, you know, keep, keep them, them relevant. 
Yeah, and they said a lot of big like questions could be answered, like, did Kira's mom have a fling with JJ's dad? Were Big John and Ward best friends, you know, back in school? Mm-hmm. When did Big John become obsessed with all this treasure hunting and the royal merchant? Definitely. John B.'s mom, question mark. It's, there's a lot of things to they could explore, yeah, back then. That could be fun. Even if that was, like, kind of like a... I don't want to say a spin-off, but like even if they did like a mini series of that on like YouTube or something, like that would be cool to just like explore it, explain it, you know? A prequel. Wow. Mhm. I'll write I'll write the script up for that and send it to him and sell it. Okay. All right. Topper will try to lead the charge to get Sarah back, and in the end, he will end up dying trying to protect her. I said the Topper is going to die. Mhm. I tweeted that. Yeah, you did. I did. Wow, look at me. Um, yeah, I, going back to my statement a little earlier about how I feel like a big player is due to die soon, I feel like them killing off one of the Pogues wouldn't be super smart because everybody loves this cast. Everybody loves them. Um, but I feel like Topper is like a big enough player where like it would be dramatic and interesting but, like, it wouldn't be the end of the world, you know? Right. I mean, obviously, I feel like they would probably give him that character arc I was talking about for season two, make him a little likable, and then kill him. Because, you know. Yeah. Then we then we have an attachment, you know? If he's saving Sarah, people will exactly. like him for that. Exactly, yeah. Speaking of Sarah, some people think that Sarah's mom might come back in the picture. Or they want to know more about her. People don't think that she's dead. They say that she's dead, but people don't think she's dead. Yeah, I I feel like I briefly saw somebody mention that. And they had a um I feel like somebody had a prediction on who's on who Sarah's mom was. Some people think it's Limbry. Oh, yes, that's what I Yeah, yeah, yeah. People think Limbry is one of the Pogues mom. Either John B, Sarah, or JJ. Cuz we don't know any of their moms. Wow. And that would make sense, too, if the Limbries were, like, you know, super rich and super wealthy, but then, you know, all that bad stuff came out about, like, their family history and all the bad things they did. They might have, you know, revert, like, been pogues at, at one point, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some Some loose ends to tie up there, but that's, you know, that's why they pay writers a lot more than they pay me, so. Yep. A couple relationship switch-ups. They think that JJ and Key will get together and Cleo and Pope will get together. Yes. Yes? Yeah. I I read those and I kind of see both of those ships happening. Like I said, JJ and Key had a little bit of chemistry when they were locked in the the, uh, ship container together. I think uh, Pope and Cleo had a little bit going on. Uh, I don't know if all if both of those couples are like end game though. That just seems too easy. It never works out that easy, you know. It's not gonna be mm-hmm. like oh, each it's like oh, two, two, two. Here they are. Exactly. Yeah. Each one of them's coupled up perfectly. Like I don't think that's gonna happen. There's always one like friends, right? There's always Joey. Exactly. <laughs> There's always a Joey. Um. Topper becomes a pogue. I don't see that happening. Me neither. I really just think that his 
like I said before, the way he thinks of them, I don't think it's going to happen. Yep. Maybe he'll be friendly with them by the end if he's not dead, but I don't think he'll actually ever be a Pogue. I agree. Um, the island that the Pogues land on is actually the one that Ward bought and is heading to. Hmm. I think that would be too easy. I mean, I know there's a lot of coincidences in this show. Um, I think more, I, uh, the, the, the captain had kind of said something about how like the running low or not running low on fuel, but like that boiler blew up. So he's like, oh, it'll take us this amount of time to get to the next available port. I think maybe the island they're on is the next available port. Mm. Like maybe they, they being like Ward and the rest of the Camerons like get stuck there for a little while. And they somehow realize, the Pogue somehow realize, oh crap, they're here. Let's get back into it and get our gold and our cross. Yeah. It's that or some people think that it's the island where John B's dad is and they're going to run into him. Mm, interesting. So it's uh, Barbados. Yes. Interesting. Um, okay, here we go. Rafe and Key had a past relationship slash hookup. It makes sense because Rafe is Sarah's older brother and Key was a kook, best friends with Sarah at one point. Hmm. That could be interesting to uncover. Yeah. They say, you know, you go for your best friend's brother, right? Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> Can't relate, but that's what they say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that would be just like a fun little, like, again, just a little more tension, a little more tension within the pogues if that came out. Mm-hmm. especially because like key and sarah are finally you know pretty chill again and key's really accepted her coming into the pogue lifestyle so throwing that in there might be a little bit of you know and it was probably something small like maybe they just like kissed once or something mm-hmm. but it might be enough to just ruffle some feathers yeah uh this one is a prediction that the boat that the cross is on will go down in the water. Same thing that happened with the royal merchant. And then it'll be sunken treasure again. Maybe. Yeah, I remember, like, wasn't in the diary. Maybe it was a diary. I don't remember. But wasn't the idea kind of that, like, the cross wasn't supposed to belong to them. So, like, they believe that was, like, god's way of making it right was that's why the gold went down the cross went down so yeah maybe maybe the cross does have kind of like a magical element to it where it knows like Mm -hmm. hey this is not where i'm supposed to be (laughs) i'm gonna take this bitch down yeah i like that theory how crazy was it that rafe saved that cross from falling in the ocean there is no way that gold that cross (laughs) with his red bottom shoes That cross was so heavy. Like, it would have been a little more realistic if there would have been, like, a knot in the rope or something that got caught on the ledge and, like, slowed it down significantly. Right, because it took, like, all four of the pogues to lift it. Yeah. And then he just was able to hold it? No way. No way. Like, I thought that was going to be the end of Rafe, honestly. Like, when he grabbed onto that rope, I was like, oh, shit. Like, that gold's going to sink right to the bottom and Rafe's going with it. Mm Mm-hmm. That one was really unrealistic. Ready for this one? Hit me. This one's a deep dive. 
JJ and Sarah are actually twins. While married to Ward, Sarah's mom had Rafe with him and then had an affair with JJ's dad. She got pregnant with twins and split the babies up. Why? What's... <laughs> why? Or, what's, what's the evidence? I don't know. A lot of people think that they are siblings or twins because they don't know who either's mom is and people think that they seem to look alike. Okay, the actors just happen to look alike. This is, I don't like, this is a dumb theory. <laughs> I I'm just giving you the theories. It's interesting for sure. Yeah, it was like, okay, they're really, they're like, okay, they could be <laughs> siblings, but they're like, oh, she had twins and split them up. <laughs> I was like, what? Didn't like that one? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't know. Okay. Um, this is something that you said. Um, a pogue will die in season three. Ugh, I really hope it's not a pogue. Mm. That's a tough one. All right, I got one more for you. Hit me. I was actually very, very surprised on my deep dive into the interweb that there is a huge relationship ship that people want to happen and they believe is canon you know what canon is and even though that was a thing it's like it's like above end game i what i've never heard of that so huge huge this is probably like the biggest couple following that i found all right so canon they're 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 a canon so okay who 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 is it talk to me JJ and Pope. Okay. I found lots of video edits. I got all this stuff. Yeah. People are feeling them. Okay. JJ gave Pope a smooch on the cheek and that was history. Um, all right. I mean, you know how I feel about, about a gay relationship. You know how I feel about it. I know. Uh, that one, I think, is a stretch. I agree. I think they're just boys. I'd have to see the evidence. Yeah. I'd have to see the evidence. Um, hmm. Interesting. You know, there was one scene this season, one moment. I think it was when they were, like, really drunk after the bonfire or something where, like, they kind of looked like they were going to kiss. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like... a lot of people are picking up on little things. I was like, whoa, what was that? But I took, I just like kind of let it go. It's like, oh, they're both really drunk and whatever. Interesting. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Um, it would probably be a whole plot line in itself, I think, because I feel like JJ with his history, like with his dad, might have like might have like masculinity issues maybe not because he did kiss pope on the cheek and like didn't think anything of it mm -hmm. but you know there's a big difference between like oh yeah i'll kiss that guy on the cheek and you know <laughs> other stuff so there that might be a masculinity issue especially you know being abused as a child like hmm. that would that would be interesting that'd be one hell of a character arc for jj mm-hmm Pope, I could see, 100%. I could see Pope being gay. Why not? I mean, I'm sure they could uh, get it there. Absolutely. I think, you know, that would open the opportunity for... What if uh, 
What if John B became the Joey and then Sarah and Key, Pope and JJ? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if Key and Sarah and John B become a thruple? Or Key, Cleo, and Sarah. And then John B still on the outs. <laughs> I just want John B to be the Joey because I feel like everyone wants him to be in a couple. <laughs> oh, I like John B. I know. I feel like he deserves it. Him and Sarah are cute. And they're they're Vlad and they I do I think they'll be endgame. Yeah. Although, do you think that their split in real life will affect season three? <gasps> they split in real life? I didn't know that. <gasps> yes, I sent you the Instagram post. Oh, I don't remember that. I'm so sorry. They split in real life. Yikes. Well, and they showed it a couple weeks ago. That tends to happen, you know? I mean, we saw Betty and Jughead split in real life. And I know they ended up splitting in the show eventually, but for a little while there, they were split while they were still together in the show. So happens all the time. Yeah, I think they're professionals and they'll do what they have to do. But I mean, sometimes the writers take that into consideration because like, their chemistry might not be as good after absolutely and we don't know like the terms of their breakup or anything so that's very true i guess we'll have to see um yeah kens i think uh we're gonna have to come back and kind of like you did before we're gonna have to listen to this episode once season three is released and uh reevaluate these theories we could do a whole nother episode just on that yeah hopefully we get a release date for season three soon i need more obx in my life Oh my gosh, me too. I, I think we all do. Um, this was like, as soon as I started the season, I was unable to put it down and I knew that was going to happen, mm-hmm. which is why it took me so long to get through it. I was like, I need like, you know, a free couple of days where I could just, you know, every time I sat down, I had it out up on my phone and I was watching. The show is so good. This is a show you just, you got to watch the whole thing consecutively. It's so good. Yeah. Every... Every time I was kind of like, oh, well, I'll just watch this one episode and then I'll, you know, go do this or go do that. But it's like it always ends on a cliffhanger or some kind of exciting event. And you're like, oh, man, no, I got to see what happens. I got to see what happens. Then you watch the whole thing and then it's like you have to go through withdrawal because yes, you don't get it for a long time. Yeah. And there's, like you said, not even a release date yet, but hopefully soon. Hopefully we'll be back on here talking about it soon. Um, in the meantime... Keep listening to us here at Headbingers Pod. We drop new episodes every other Wednesday, so be sure to keep an eye out. Yep, make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to us now. And you can follow us on social media at Headbingers Pod. Please send us your OBX Season 3 predictions. We'd like to hear them. Absolutely, especially since you know everyone's had a lot of time to think about it, a lot of time to maybe rewatch again. Um Send us your predictions. Uh, As always, thank you all for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. And keep on binging.